Well, good afternoon. Almost. It's 11.58 here, right on the cusp of uh, noonday. Noontide. Sorry, that's a Nietzsche reference. Uh, I'm terrible. Same as uh, I put up a post um, talking about Nietzsche and Emerson and uh, put hashtag circles, uh, hashtag punny. Not many people would get that joke, right? Uh, circles. Um, a lot of people know that Nietzsche talked about, you know, the circular nature of life, and they misunderstood, thinking it may have come from here or there. It's interesting. It's one of Emerson's um, essays, Circles. Uh, but just a little insight into my weirdness. Um, had a little shock in the last week or two. Uh, found out that, uh, you know, the computer was an issue. So I had to rush to figure out a workaround uh, for a computer. So I uh, had to bust out the old Linux knowledge again. I've been lazy the last uh, couple years uh, running a, a Windows computer and Ubuntu uh, and Manjaro in the house. So I haven't had to do pretty much anything except a couple of command line switches in the Linuxes. Um, and I got a background with Windows up to a point, up to Windows 7. Um, so I had no problem running Windows 10. If I needed to, I could always look this stuff up. Uh, the Linux uh, subsystem in Windows is a hot mess. I do not recommend that. But the funny thing was I, I came across a meme that said, yeah, Linux is free if you don't value your time. And I kind of chuckled on for that for a while. And I've been... Uh, I've been mulling that around a little bit. At first, I kind of chuckled, and I mean, on first reading, it's absolutely true. Linux can just suck all of your time. I made a joke in a live stream that uh, I used to use installing and customizing Linux OSs, um, you know, on older hardware. It was kind of like my stim. And I mean, yeah, sure, it was helpful because it gave people computers when they needed them and, and it was reusing older hardware instead of it just going to the landfill. Um, but it was how I kept myself, you know, distracted and busy and, and occupied and interested. Very the physical, uh, the building and, and the, the installing, the hardware, the, the bare metal type stuff is what really, you know, virtualization I learned a lot about. I'm familiar with and comfortable with to a certain extent, but it just didn't have the same, um, right for me, it was too disconnected from from my uh, physical, empirical uh, experience. And and until recently, I wasn't able to tap into that. Uh, right? But what I, upon ruminating on this idea that Linux is a time suck, I mean, they're not wrong, right? People will go with, uh, Windows, because it is a lot easier, but then I started to think about it, and let's be honest. The time it takes to learn to do Linux properly, yes, it takes time, but I think it pales in comparison to the time suck that Windows is on the greater scale of things. I mean, even Windows, as far as knowing how to do this shit yourself, like when I was fixing my laptop... If I hadn't have already researched something as basic as, you know, needing to reset the uh, the power supply uh, on a motherboard when you do something major, 
disconnect and reconnect things, um, th then I might have to spend a couple hundred bucks, you know, and, and a tech would be like, oh, yeah, it was really messed up, man. And all he had to do was pull out a cable and plug it back in. So, to me, learning is so much better than looking for something that saves you some time. Uh, an example as well would be, say, Audacity compared to LibriVox. So both are audiobooks. One's $15 a month. One is a bit of your time because you got to dig through to find the right version, find the right reader, and yada, yada, yada. But I was reading a review this morning and comparing that to my experience with Audible for the last two months. I'm at my, about at my two-month anniversary. And this gentleman, and he, we have a very similar experience. He said, uh, all you people who are reviewing and criticizing the reader, and I guess this particular version of Dante's, um, uh, I can't remember which one it was, if it was his trilogy or just Inferno, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Dante's tragedy, I think they call it. We'll call it that. And he could be criticizing the people for that particular book because there does seem to be a version two of it. There tends to be a version two and three of a lot of the popular stuff because people want to read it as well as, yes, some of them, do they need some work? Yes, absolutely. I've talked about this. There's some books that I absolutely adore that are done very poorly. And it makes it very tough. Uh, the example off the top of my head is the Lankavatara. See, that's one because the person that reads it has a particular voice that is really weird and off-putting. It's really weird. And it's very difficult. You you can definitely, and I've listened to the whole book multiple times, but it's still very off-putting. That's something I'd love to re-record for the public. For someone, if my I've been told my voice is easier to listen to than than some. And so if I was able to read it, especially my love for the material and having read the book and listened to it so many times, the familiarity with the material, being a Yogacaran Buddhist myself or a, a Chittamatran, so a blend of the Yogacara and Madhimaka, this idea of a synergy, a union. And this gentleman who was criticizing people who were criticizing the readers, he's like people like these people are volunteers they give of their time to read for people who need this service they said if you want perfect and i can tell you with nietzsche yeah if you want perfect go to audible there you'll get good well-read um versions of nietzsche's um, uh, library because not all of nietzsche's books are well read on librivox but instead of Going over to Audible and paying $15 a month, they're there criticizing. But they're not the audience. The audience is this gentleman leaving the review because he said he's blind. And because of his blindness, he's poor. And because of his poverty, this is his only access. And because of him not having what he wants, he wants what he has. And that's why I am so thankful that I am so shocked that I keep coming back to these great uh, books on LibriVox. I'm in my second month with Audible, 
And I can't imagine what book I might uh, want to grab for my third um, credit. And Amazon kind of screwed me for the double credit because I was a, a, you know, a Prime member. I should have two credits per month, but what would I use it for? I mean, most of the stuff uh, that I would use it for, I can access on LibriVox. So why would I bother? Um, because uh, here's another thing. Audible forces you to download these books to listen to them, whereas LibriVox, I can just stream them. Right, because again, how much room do you have on your your phone? But for me, it was a shock to see these people are complaining about the reading on LibriVox, and they complain about this, that, and the other thing. And I've even complained myself, and I should probably change that review. That one of the apps is not great, and it's not great, but it is a better front end to the LibriVox resource than, than the default app, which is absolutely horrid. But what am I getting at? He said, you people don't understand. Like, this provides a great service. I'm, and I'm the same. I mean, I couldn't access half the books, a quarter of the books, a tenth of books, a hundredth of the books. I mean, every book that Nietzsche, Emerson, Kipling... How many translations of Nietzsche's works? Because I've read every single one, everything about Nietzsche. The Yi Jing, every translation, just about everything written about it. Carl Jung, not everything, but a scary amount of it. And that's all thanks to LibriVox and Gutenberg and and. Not the protection that copyright provides, but in spite of it. Uh, Carl Jung wrote once that it takes 20 years for medical knowledge, medical insights, to make its way down to the, the broader public. And I have said in, in other podcasts that I believe that it's even longer than that now. And I think here's an example how copyright can get in the way. Because, I mean, I'll quote someone who mentioned that most books nowadays are 90% chaff and only 10% wheat, right? As many books might be all chaff, all nothingness, or just reworded junk from somebody else. Not many of these, as Emerson said, are willing to challenge the status quo. Again, the status quo is the way it is, not the way it... It, it it could be or should be but so many of us are afraid of change are afraid to step outside of our comfort zones are afraid to stand out and be ridiculed be considered mad or or weird or obscure whatever word i used to like eccentric but that's what it takes in this day and age, the only way you can be the truly being you want to be is you have to step outside of this. You, and Emerson, it's beautiful. One of the best readers on LibriVox. And you can listen 
to Emerson's essays where he talks about this. Until you're ready to step outside of the cliché, till you're ready to, to leave the traditions and the expectations of others and truly carve for yourself your own path. This is where the, the, the philosophy of Nietzsche's Zarathustra and Jung's psychology, it all flows from Emerson's essays. And so I can't believe the irony of that one review of a gentleman who is thankful for what he has. He's lost his eyesight, but at least he can listen to wonderful literature, thanks to LibriVox. He can't afford to pay the $15 a month, but I got news for most people. They don't have some of these wonderful books, right? Emerson's essays, maybe. Thoreau, maybe. But do they have some of this, this obscure, like William James? Like for me... That changed everything, listening to William James' The Varieties of Religious Experience. This is a book that most people wouldn't think about, but it opened up so much more and allowed me to see the synergy between uh, Carl Jung's Liber Novus and Nietzsche's uh, Zarathustra and his entire uh, opus of work. But for me... The irony is people consider it convenience. I don't see it as such. I can see it as laziness or, or, or self-harm, self, uh, in a sense. Right? We don't have enough faith in ourselves and our ability to achieve some of these things. So we don't believe we can learn Linux. And then, trust me, 20 years ago, I would consider you, for the most part, correct. It's not as easy as you might think. But the same can be said for figuring out how to install Windows on a bunch of different computers and different parts. And it was a nightmare as well. Something that had to be learned. And that was something that you had to learn, right? If you wanted a computer, Windows was considered the easiest, certainly. <laughs> so you had to learn, right? But... Linux was a choice. You didn't have to. But it was there. It was available to those who couldn't afford uh, to buy uh, Windows. But, I mean, you could see free computers everywhere then as today. But it wasn't someone who could go out and just buy themselves a new computer. That That's not who the market was for. I mean, arguably, the poor probably wasn't really the market, I guess. Industry, open source, collaboration was the intended market, but for some reason the market ended up being, I mean, the two. It's either uh, industry using uh, to expand its scale, yada, 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 or the individual who wants customization, but technically, let's be honest, it's it's more probably a... An idea of cost. For me, reliability and customization, because I've already put that time in. But that comment made me wonder. Like LibriVox, it's a bit of a learning curve, right? It's not as easy of a front end as Audible. 
But Audible doesn't have all of the great works. It doesn't seem to be as uh, intuitive in the layout of, you know, recommendations. The app doesn't work near as well as just about any other option. Like what I'm going to start doing maybe is uh, now that I have specific books I like to listen over and over again, like uh, Emerson's Essays, Volume 1 and 2, definitely would download those. Uh, everything Nietzsche, uh, a lot of the Jung stuff, uh, mostly Libernovus and uh, Man Search for a Soul. I'm going to go back and look at, what is it, The Unconscious and Mysticism, I think it's called. I, I love his uh, seminars. I really wish there was an audiobook of his uh, Yoga Sutra seminars, because I think they're seminal to this understanding of, yeah, but anyways, I digress. Um, the, the surprise for me here is it's not convenience going over to Audible because Audible doesn't give you what you really are looking for. What you end up having to do is accept what you're given and work with that, which is fine. But when the option is to set your own menu and have the freedom to customize and make it your own. Because as I said, LibriVox, much better platform for these books that are, at least my country, 50 years or older and uh, in some countries 100 years and older. And I said their front end is not the greatest. There is another front end. Um, it's, I don't believe in open source. Uh, it's better, but whew, leaves something to be desired. And I don't really want to support them because um, they're not putting a lot into it uh, compared to the amount of uh, <laughs> attempts at advertising they're trying to get out of it. But neither here nor there. I give them great credit. Um, what I will do, though, is is recommend um, there's a book app, an open source um, audio book app to be your... Uh, your hub for all your different audiobooks, which is what I'm going to go with, uh, go back to. Uh, I'll download the different LibriVox books that I love, The Obscure Night of, uh, of, of the Soul, uh, The Ascent of Mount Carmel, um, I mean, things like Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad, a wonderful book, lots of versions on LibriVox. Um, like I said, Dante, all over the place, uh, Nietzsche, a lot of uh, a lot of young stuff is not available though, especially Liber Novus only came out in '09. I guess that's something I would have uh, I would be using Audible for, but that's what I dislike. I really wish there was a, another option between you know forty dollars for the audiobook or uh, pay fifteen dollars in perpetuity. Right? As I said, for me. I'd have a hard time justifying. Now there's an unlimited. That's probably what I'd be best for, um, because I could listen to uh, a couple books a week. Um, I might, actually now that I think of it, it might be something to consider. If Audible keeps this uh, unlimited plan and it's available in Canada, I might consider that. Um, I mean, $15 a month, if I could listen to 15, <laughs> 15 books a month, I'd be chuffed. And it wouldn't bother them any. What I think they should have is a, a program for for myself, right? People uh, 
who would need access to these. Um, and more importantly, I would leave reviews, particularly of uh, some of these older works. Right, because uh, I wouldn't actually have to go through and listen to the entire, uh, say, Heart of Darkness, or uh, Nietzsche's Zarathustra, or Beyond Good and Evil, or uh, Carl Jung's Libernovus, uh, or even Gabor Mate's, uh, any of his books. I've listened to those, all of those audiobooks that I made reference to so many times. I mean, I could review them if it's a new version of the work that I've read over and over again, like Zarathustra, for example, it might be a new version that's been read. Um, I could just listen to uh, parts of, uh, of the reading to get an idea of what the reader's like and what have you, um, and still leave a full review. But other than that, I mean, for the average person, doesn't seem that nowadays convenience is very convenient for anything but avoiding doing the the hard work possible, carrying our burden necessary, right? Because like I said, I mean, there was a time if you wanted to use a computer, you didn't have a choice. You, you wouldn't use one or you'd learn about Windows or you'd learn about Linux. It's up to you, but one or the other. Nowadays, you can choose to not. That's it. Just opt out. I mean, arguably. It's the herd mentality almost. Right? Because, to be honest, you name the option here. You lose in every case. There is no happy medium in, in anything nowadays. There is no middle path. There is no option to, well, like I said, I mean, uh, LibriVox, you have to work a little bit with uh, the readers. Sometimes they're not perfect. Sometimes their mics aren't perfect. Sometimes there's a little bit of background noise. Well, the other option is to go with Audible. You don't have access to all the same titles. Uh, worse yet, you're paying every month. And uh, sometimes even worse yet, the app is worse, uh, especially when it comes to functionality. Technically, if you were to learn about the option like I did about audiobooks, I found out that, oh, geez, there's a way better option over here, right? So instead of like for me, it would have been $45 um, for three months of, of Audible Plus Plus, probably be more like $66, my cost. I could have just bought the one or two books that I technically wanted and put them into this open source audiobook app and have it in perpetuity. Whereas I signed up for the three month trial, I don't see, I don't even see a benefit of two credits. I thought I'd get two credits a month that maybe would have been worthwhile. Uh, but to be honest, uh, over the last two month, I've, months, I've gone through and I've looked, and I don't see the value, right? So that's $25 a month between your Prime and the Audible. Might be more than that, even $30 a month. For two credits, say, oh boy, I don't know. 
I understand the stacking in this case, but that's why I'm surprised there isn't a happy medium for LibriVox. Like, why isn't there, like, that open source audiobook uh, app that I mentioned, why isn't there a, a, a middle path LibriVox app um, that is, you know, 99 cents uh, plus, you know, you could, you know, donate more? Uh, I don't know if it works, uh, the offering it for free and only asking for donation because I don't think that'll work. I don't think people will, will donate, uh, right? I mean, if you're selling uh, your app based on uh, functionality and, and all this other stuff, um, well, then you should be able to charge for it, right? Uh, if, if you're convincing them of the benefits of your app, uh, and all you're all you all you're doing is convincing them of downloading it. Hmm. Well, it just seems to me that uh, I saw a meme recently. It was a gentleman, and it was a joke about uh, getting uh, too introspective, and the joke was. Uh, you know, what's wrong with me? Whoa, let's not go there. That's a little too dark, right? That question, what's wrong with me? It's a little too dark, right? That know thyself. I mean, I, I thought about it this morning uh, on my walk. I realized I'm coming to grips with my own shadow. I'm realizing how liberating it is to understand that you have in you both the light and the dark, the good and the bad. Right? I mean, that even gives me the freedom to see the, both sides of that review of the app, telling people to back off with your complaints about the reading. Like, it's not for you then. Right? Like, if you can waste your time complaining about the reading about these different apps, then you have time to go pay Audible $15 to pay professional voice actors to do it. Right? But I saw both sides. I saw his frustration. The reviewer, but I also saw the frustration of the uh, of the reviewers as well. Because let's be honest, LibriVox needs to have a little higher standards. I mean, some of them are just awful, and it's not like there aren't other versions on there. There's some books on there that oh, geez, the whole thing just needs to be tossed. Some readers shouldn't even be allowed to read because oh boy, they're terrible, just terrible. But that's not my place. <laughs> but on that rambling uh, nothingness, we'll leave it at that. Uh, uh, well, it's just this idea of the union of the opposites, I guess. If you don't have what you want, you should want what you have, right? Because the real truth of it is, the grass will always look greener till you're uh, standing three feet deep, right? The only secret is to carry your own burdens and let the rest of it take care of itself.